You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sabu I am here with everybody's professional, favorite professional wrestler, the legendary Sabu. And we are here, oh, okay, we are here with the most professional wrestler, one half of the major players, one third of the major pod network. Do you still go by the King of Queens? The Prince of Queens. The Prince of Queens, uh, my bad. I I let that one go. The Scotty Pippen of wrestling figure collecting. Vince himself himself shut that one down when I got rehired. Oh, did he? What was was the issue there? I don't know. He just didn't get it. So we didn't. Road Road Dog thought it was cool. He was pushing for it. And then uh, Vince was like. Well, we are here with Brian Myers himself. Brian, thank you so much for joining Sabu Speaks. Good to see you again, brother. You too, man. Sabu is live at the world-famous Nerve Bar, and you can hear him. I'm my home away from home when I'm in Vegas, man. Right on. So, Brian, you are known to be a big ECW fan. How did you first get into ECW? Um, it was just kind of like timing, you know. I was just a super fan of wrestling when I was little. You know, it was like large on life early 90s WWF and stuff, you know, seeing, you know, Ultimate Warrior and things, and then, like, as I got older and I realized there was more wrestling out there, I just couldn't get enough, you know, I started tape trading and whatever, and, you know, ECW was, you know, somewhat New York-based, and I, I figured out what it was, and, you know, I'm a little-ass kid trying to stay up late at night to watch ECW, late night, I'd never seen it work here, it wasn't easy, I always had to... He wasn't that little. That was, it's hard to stay up to two in the yeah. morning when you're, you're, you're 12, 13. I, could, I, got, I always had a tape. I always had a tape of the VCR in case I passed out. I would just push it in and press record because I didn't make it. Watch it in the morning. But uh, yeah, between that, magazines, and then I started going to shows and stuff. Do you remember your first time seeing Sabu wrestle? Uh, the first time I actually ever saw Sabu was on Nitro. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Oh, five. That's the first time I ever saw Sabu. I was ten. Against who? Alex Wright or Disco Inferno? Who did you see him? Uh, I'm not sure who it was, but that was for sure. That how long were you there? A month? Uh, three months actually. Three months? Yeah, it was short. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. And then he didn't. He didn't want to negotiate money with him. Not at all. Yeah, so I remember that. And then the next time I remember seeing you was getting invested in uh, you and uh. You and Pete Sinertia's feud. Pete Sinertia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and Taz, yeah. yeah. That was the next time, uh, yeah. Bye, guys. Did you get the opportunity to see ECW live? Oh, what was that? You know, I started in 85 and came around in 95, so I was wrestling 10 years already. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, that's the first time I saw you. I was born in 85. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your ass next time. <laughs> hey, you're, you're the one exposing the numbers here. <laughs> did you get to see? Did you get to see ECW live at all? Growing up, yeah, you grew up in Island. Uh, I'll never forget. I begged my older brother, my uh, my freshman year, to take me ECW. I think Sabu. Would... Oh, you're on the show. It's it's uh, White Plains, New York. It's December 23rd, 1999. It's the only ECW show ever in White Plains. And then uh, that's where Tanaka drops, Tanaka drops the belt back to awesome. I begged my older brother to take me. It was a big, big deal for me. I still have the program. Sweet. Um, it was a huge deal. And then, then I went to a lot of the Hammerstein shows when uh, Sabu was gone. Well, thank you for being there. <laughs> thank you. I've since like wrestled there for WWE a bunch, and now Impact's going to run September 8th and 9th in the White Plains uh, County Center. So oh, I'm super sweet. pumped about that. Oh, right on. That's cool. Yeah. So you also went to a lot of USW. Did you go to the USA Pro shows and 3PW? A lot of USA Pro. Yeah, yeah. I grew up basically once I, like I said, once I realized there was other wrestling, I just couldn't get enough, man. If it was indies or tapes and watching stuff from Japan and Mexico, like I literally couldn't get enough. So. Once I discovered indie wrestling, then it was like, it was just so, 
in your face. Like, it's who you commit. I could literally watch, you know, my hero, Chris Candido, wrestle and then go ask him about it and talk to him and shit. I was mind blown, you know? Bugging him and Simon Diamond and Don Marie and all these guys and balls and just talking to him. It was like the coolest thing in the world to me. Definitely. Did you go to the MLW show at, at the Hammers at uh, Manhattan Center? Did you see that show? I am at that show, yep. yeah. I was there I too. To that show. We must have been uh, at so many shows together. Oh, yeah. I grew up in the same. Yeah, that, same the, that's the one and only New York MLW show at the time, too, yeah. We watched. We watched that on the stream. You could see me as a little kid. I was up my face right on the screen with the uh, American flag turban on, like Sabu. Really? Wow! Did you ever go back and watch it? That was. How old were you? I was. Uh, that was like my junior year of high school. I want to say. Oh, yeah. two. Yeah. Very cool. So I do have to ask you this. So if you were to put together the Mount Rushmore of ECW, who would be your four people? Oh, man. Hey, I don't like the Mount Rushmore of ECW. Mount Rushmore of wrestling. No, that's... Oh. To me, <laughs> Let's you, go. You got to do both. You got to do both. To me, the Mount Rushmore of wrestling, because wrestling's so subjective, you can't do it. So you got to go, who made the most money, right? No, that's the only way you can do it. No, that's the most money, biggest impact on you besides. Yeah, but then my Mount Rushmore is going to be bizarre, then. You know what I mean? It's going to be my personal favorites. So, who are your personal favorites? That's what I want to hear. Chris Candido is my favorite wrestler of all time. He's my number one. Brian Pillman. Is the big one for me. I disagree, but I like him anyways. Uh, Shawn Michaels, who I, th- I do believe, even though I don't <laughs> think he's the greatest dude, I do think he's the best in-ring performer of all time. Uh, okay, I disagree, but... Or, or I'm going with uh, Eddie Guerrero. Agree with that. Okay. All right, so, so now you're ECW with Mount Rushmore. ECW, that's that's easy. That's uh, Dreamer, Raven, Jane, and Sabu. Okay. What about Taz? Taz, Taz and Sandman honorable mentions there. Uh, I disagree, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's your four? Yeah, who's your four? I'm out Rushmore. The Sheik, the Sheik, Jimmy Stucker, and Tiger Mask, and... Probably, I hate saying Flair. Wow. I don't like him personally. I, I like him professionally. Okay. Wow. Less than but wrestler, he, he's a impactful guy. Right. What about ECW? ECW, not counting me. Van Dam, Sandman, New Jack, uh, Mikey Ripwreck. Whoa. Oh, I like that. The trainer. Very cool. Oh, you did? Okay, I take it back. Um, <laughs> he's one of my favorite guys. You know, it, it takes all walks of life to make a show, and, and that's all walks of life to me. Yeah, I think what Mikey's kind of always instilled in me is like not to be a selfish, you know, worker. I mean, sometimes you need to be, but there's ways to, you know, have a good match with anybody, you know, do what's best for business kind of thing. So, um, I've yeah, never I mean, had a bad match with him. I never uh, had a he, match with Mikey he, or 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 a, a pissed off spot. Never had a pissed off spot with him. Never. Because he he works for the match and not not for himself. Right. And, and he, was wrestling me, he was wrestling me for Sabu, not for the money, because it wasn't right. money. You know, yeah. he, he wrestled me for me, which is uh, it means a lot. You know. Also, people don't realize his like fundamentals that he instilled in like me and Cardona. I think it's really kept us safe throughout our career, like, legit, like, the way we take bumps and the way we move and, like, the basic fundamentals for wrestling have really, like, kept us, like, injury-free and shit like that, so it's pretty important. Uh, you're lucky, but, uh, yeah, you, you, that'd be a good mentor if you taught you that stuff. A lot of guys don't teach that stuff. They like to find out for yourself and then don't correct you. Yeah, totally. So on your podcast with uh, Matt Cardona and Smart Mark Sterling, you guys do the incarnation of domination, where you take a wrestler and you go through their entire history of wrestling figures. Sabu has had uh, a bunch of wrestling figures. A few of them I helped make. 
Um, yep. So, can we do a little incarnation? Oh yeah, that one. Listen, I will say that part of that was my is my doing. I, I will put a lot of that on my on my that's plate. Fine, though, but if something's wrong, incorrect, you gotta correct it. So that's fine. That's, True. That's, so that's there were some things that were incorrect, and I fixed them, and we'll see. We'll see what what happens. But it will come out. I wonder if his next six inch figure will come out before that one comes out. Yeah. Well, the uh, Major Bendy is on the water. We know that ship. Yes. Yeah, that's Wait, do I? It's on the water. That that's the term we use in toy business. It's it's coming from China on the boat, and uh, probably in the next ten days we'll have it. So you guys have, right so on. you and so it's you, Kanik. Is it Kanik or Kanik? He told me Kanik. Technically Kanik, but we don't say that. We don't All right. Kanik because it's, it's funny. Well, he, me and him, <laughs> me and him hit it off at uh, at WrestleCon. So I will call him Kan Kanik. Because that's how he asked me to pronounce it. So he if you're watching, but so you guys have two wrestling figure lines. You have the major bendies, and now you guys yeah. have big rubber guys, correct? Yes, we do. Will we ever see ECW guys down the line in big rubber guys? Possibly. I mean, we we announced that ECW line that's that's going to come. Like I said, within ten days. That's Tommy Sabu. Uh, Sandman and Raven, and they all have bloody variants. You know, you gotta do that with ECW style. Um, and people went nuts. So I think, you know, as a reaction, you know, when the, the fan base builds, if ECW fans are forever, man. It yeah. doesn't die. It's the coolest thing, you know. Nobody, uh, nobody bangs their chest about WCW like they do ECW. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like one of those things. It's just like, it won't die, and I'm one of those people, so. As long as the fan base is still rabid, you know, we can make stuff. So you know, are we announcing cool. right now a Sabu Big Rubber guy? Are we announcing that right yeah. now? Yeah. We cool as hell. I'd love to do it. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Sweet. So let's do the incarnation of Sabu figures. Oh, man. I remember calling, there was a toy store, it's called, I think it was Zaps or something like that in my mall. I called every day for those ECW figures for probably about six months. And then finally one day I called and they said, we have them in. I ran to the mall and bought them all. What are they, K KB Toys? And Sab oh, no, it was it was in my mall in the Freehold Raceway Mall. Sabu was the world champion that night. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I can't, I can't get to it, but I have a bunch of like prototypes and pre-production stuff and like a Sabu head that was never released. Oh, he's yelling. Like, so, I I do want to get into that. I actually, let's see right now. I think I have... Yeah, I actually have the figure pulled up right now. Uh, you can't see it, but I can see it. Let me let me try to uh, show you guys what I'm looking at. Hold on one yeah, second. I, I have it, but it's like deep in a display case over there. I have your... It. I have it. I have it. Hold on one sec. I can, I can grab... Oh, Here, what I think is my I'm showing you right now. Figure. It's a little yeah, small, okay, but yeah, that's I'm your sure. head. So that, yeah. all right, so ECW High Flyers, it was shown in a magazine, I believe in 2000, at like a toy fair? Toy fair 2000, all these figures were shown off. Right? And then, yeah. and then, uh, who's the guy that you got this from, the Bushman? Uh, yeah, this is years ago now, man. This is like pre-pandemic. This is a long time, like four or five years ago. So... We, so, we saw this image of that you have. You have this in your case, and we couldn't figure out which Sabu was. And then somebody made the correlation that this was the unreleased High Flyers, and you could see that it yes. doesn't have the turban on it, which makes us think that maybe it was going to be molded on later, even though it has the hair on it. Yeah, so maybe it was sure. going to be then, it was going to be on I it. Have another one that's like. It's definitely from the back of the box because in the back of the box it isn't the finished figures; it's the hand-painted prototypes. Yes. And it's a different head. If you look at the back of the box of all these other guys, that seven was a different head than what's out in the package. I have that too. Um, I have the image right here of your collection. Let me see if I could drop this in. Let's see. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's the whole display. So that's, that's Shane with long hair. That's Candido body. That's Rob with like even longer hair. So and here's the... the so, the top left. I personally, I like this Sabu head better than the one that they put on the head. I agree, yeah, it's a little better. It's not drastically better, but it's a little better. Yeah, I'm getting nice. Yeah, I like the, the first series that came out uh, just because it was the first. Yeah, 
I always, heard you guys, I always heard you guys never got paid for that. That's what Tommy told me. No. no did you even get? We got a, he gave me 24. Yeah, you got a case of them, right? <laughs> yeah. Dude, Nova, Nova just found his case at his mom's house and was selling them at his retirement show, autographed. Wow. The original, wow. literally the original case that they gave You never really messed with it. Right. Yeah. Wow. And then also, all right, here's a better image of the fully unreleased one. There was a great yeah. image that recently, I'd say within the last year, it was like a, a bootleg Landstorm figure. And on the back of the box is this figure out of the package. I can't find the image, though. Um, I think it's all from that, that toy fair time. But there was one, so there's one of this actually this out of the, the package. It's a two-pack, too, at land, right? Yeah, I have that right here. That's, That's on the back of the box, too. The oh, yellow yeah, pant variant. Are you guys looking at something? Yeah, can you see it on your... Uh... You can't see the fourth window? I see it now. Sort of. So Sabu yeah, has... I, I got a dance, right? You want me to grab my favorite, my favorite Sabu figure? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I feel like it. How do you make it big? First off, I just want to show this off. This dude made this for me. This guy, Mike Ruff. This is a Chris Candido in the Terry Funk thing. Oh, that is awesome. It was pretty awesome. Costume. Oh, awesome. Yeah. With, the, with the striped tights, yeah. Yeah, they, they wore you know, the Terry Funk tights, and he wore them on the Indies so much, and I saw them at so many USA Pro shows where those. I was like, pretty cool item. But here's my favorite Sabu figure. Oh, that's awesome. That was... The Unmatched Fury. Uh, yeah, Unmatched Fury. That's a statue. That's not a picture. Yeah, it's a statue. Okay, if you say it. Oh, I didn't know the figure. I do like it. It's not my favorite. I do like it. I think it's great. All right, so Sabu had the the green pants, the orange pants. He had the silver pants with the black that came with the ring. It's very rare, yeah. And then. And then he had the TNA figure with him and the two-pack with him and uh, Which Raven. That goes for a lot of money now, too. Yeah, and then he goes... It's like a hundred plus dollars, then, that two-pack. He has the one that you're showing. Well, that comes later. He gets signed by Classic Superstars. He has a couple that came out there. He has the original one with the, uh, like, kind of leopardy pants. pants. Yeah, the cloth pants. Yep. The three-pack with, uh, with Cactus and Terry. And, uh, and Terry Funk. Which goes for a lot of money. Sabu signs those a lot. Sabu, how much did that go for that the guy told you? One second. Um, 800 bucks. What? 800 plus. Holy shit. Yeah, look at that. But, uh, this is, uh, one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, that's the new Zombie Sailor, man. Zombie Sailor. I got all the zombies up on the shelf, too, above me over here. What did you think of the Ahmed Johnson he showed today? Dude, that was sick, right? That was one of the sickest figures i ever seen. I know, man. It's going to be great. So, we met, I met Zombie when I saw the prototypes of you and uh, Matt. Mm-hmm. I saw those clay, like the like the clay ones, you know what I mean? Right. And yeah, I was the like, first, these, are the, you know, the- these are the best looking figures i I ever seen. So I contacted him. He big shotted me at first. Was like, oh, we'll get to a Sabu, and then he was like, oh, we want to do a Sabu real bad. I think if you asked him, he would say that that he contacted me, but that is not the history. I was probably, I would imagine we were like the third person signed to that figure line after you two. That's what I thought. Yeah, I thought I thought Sabu was a day one zombie sailor guy. Yep, and somewhere down the line, I'm sure we'll have a six inch figure. It wasn't for Josh, would never happen. Well, thank you, I'm glad I did. It's a freaking awesome figure. And then did, we you, got, did you ever get the uh, the pig pants one? No, he was supposed to send them, but it, it went oh, from no. it went from a, a pack to a couple to now. Yeah. But I, it's, I, 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 could, I could text him if you want. But I told him I I was living closer to yeah. him, and I said I'd pick him up, but I never did. So it's partially my okay. fault. All right. But uh, let's see what other great Sabu figures came out. Well, the zombie There's ones. A ton when he's, uh, that's when uh, that's when I met you, Terry, in, in uh, WWE ECW. I don't know if you remember. Terry 
Don't call me Terry. But what? Oh yeah. Uh, after I got called up, we were the major brothers. We were still the roster. Yeah, oh, that was. Oh, so he was on. He wasn't ECW when you got to meet him. When yeah, you actually, we did, we did like a. Uh, I'll never forget, we did a dark match. I might embarrass you a little bit with this story. We did a dark match, uh, maybe against like Caden Murdoch or something. And the next morning at the airport, you were like giving us advice and being really cool and like talking to us. And you were like leaning in, talking to us. And you, I don't know how you bought it, but you had a fucking beer at like 6 a.m. in the morning at the airport. And you were leaning in, telling us, giving, being real nice, and you spilt a little bit of the beer on my shoe. And you were like, oh, damn, that's a shame. And I'm like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. It's just my shoe heels. Like, you go, I'm not talking about your shoe. I'm talking about spilling the beer. <laughs> I was I really yeah. Yeah. <laughs> never forgot that. I probably, you, were, you, were, you were super cool. You were being very helpful and like talking to us and saying that you thought we did all right. Back. <laughs> I apologize for your excuse. That's all good. Yeah, that, that's the uh, Johnny Ace Biz Cash days. We're dressed like a bunch of idiots. Uh, yeah, that's cool. That's a great story. Pedro, you're Ah, that's so funny. But yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, Let's see, there was, yeah, there's like a, a big show two-pack. There was the, they actually did a, a different version of him with like the hair back with the silver pants with the black on the front. Uh, that's like a deluxe aggression, I believe it's called. Yeah, deluxe aggression. Uh, there's a blue pant. It might be like a three-pack, a deluxe three-pack, right? Could be. I think there is. So of, of them all, that's the that's the favorite is the the statue. Yeah, I think just because you know what I like the length of the turban and stuff. You know what I mean? It's friggin' it just looks great. They actually brought me in that for oh, a really? you for that. You posed for that? Yeah, I did. That's oh, cool. awesome! I didn't like how they had me pose. They had me like number one. I said, "Bro, I'm, I'm this." <laughs> no, they got it. Yeah, they got it. Yeah, it looks good. So they just made a figure of a. No, you talk, Sabu. Nobody wants to hear me. They want to hear you. Well, I'm just saying. I point at something uh, when I look at. I'm not just pointing in the sky. I look at something. I point something out and look at it. So, anyways, I'm sorry. Um, so, so there's a figure coming out now that is very closely tied to Sabu, a Sultan figure. Oh. So do you know that Sabu was originally pitched the Sultan gimmick? 1994. So Vince was trying to get that in for a while then, because Kishi doesn't do it till like 96, 97, right? He, he, he wanted me to do it in 1994, and I said, uh, no, for one, it's not my idea, and two, uh, I don't want to work here. I didn't say it like that, but I didn't want to work here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, a kind of a crazy little match here, which we're going to watch first, is Sabu not versus, is Sabu versus the Sultan, but Umaga who's Rikishi's son, right? Really? Is playing the character uh, of... It's Rikishi's brother. Is he, is he wearing the, the gear? Yep, and we're gonna watch that the now. Big surprise, it's the Sultan! That's okay. He's Wait, is it, it's his brother or it's his son? Or nephew? It's a uh, brother. It's a brother. Oh, it's his brother. Okay. But here is Sabu versus Alter Ego, the Sultan. So the Iron Sheik. Where is this? Oh, Lord knows. Let's see. Dalton, Georgia. Sabu has such a freaking good memory. Oh, man, wait. So you had just left? Because I only wrestled once. And then uh, FMW asked me, yeah, I know any guys over six foot tall, tag team. And I said, him and uh, his cousin, uh, uh, that's one of the guys. That's brother, yeah. Rosie. Yeah, Rosie. Rosie is Roman Reigns' brother. Gotcha. Yeah, I recommended him and Rosie. 
By the way, Brian, if you click on the screen, it'll pull open the window bigger. I, I did it right. All right, perfect. Yeah. So you, you just left ECW, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was in Florida at the time, but this match was in Dalton, Georgia. This is Chris the company. Chris Monty's there. His mom, of course, his mom bought him a make-believe wrestling company, and this is it. They ran probably four or five times, and that was it. But he had a lot of money at first, and then no money. Well, that's crazy. You, I mean, you can't tell that's Umaga because of the way the mask is and stuff, and the, if his head shaved, you don't know. And he has that mask on. Uh, yeah, you don't know. I swear it was Umaga. Looking back on the gimmick, you know, the tongue's cut out so he can't speak. He's wearing the Sabu pants, and the Iron Cheek was supposed to be his manager, but yeah, they wanted him. Yeah, all checks out, huh? That, that was a deal breaker in the South, though. I didn't see from the manager. I, I like Iron Cheek as a person. As yeah. a wrestler, manager, for me, no. At that time, too. Well, especially at this time, at that time, everybody was trying to introduce something new to me. I go, no, uh, I don't want nothing new yet. No. You were jamming doing your thing. Jabba, uh, why did you leave ECW the, the second time? Or the last time? Um, they, they, they weren't paying me. I went out like two months without pay, and Terry Funk got me a secret meeting with AJ Dillon and Kevin Sullivan. So I secretly went down to Georgia, uh, went to the Marriott to go to the room, whatever, whatever. I did. It was the wrong room, it was a room full of stooges. So, Kevin rushed me out and said, no, other room, the other room. We talked about it, the wrong job. I said, yes, but I have to read the contract better. He goes, read it, just sign it. I go, no, I got to read it. But really what I wanted to do was tell my mother first. Oh, did you freeze Sabu? So I didn't sign that, I flew home. I didn't sign that, I flew home. And then from the hospital, I called Kevin and said, uh, okay, I'll fax somebody back now. It was like six hours later. He goes, two minutes. He said, room, told Paul. And that was it. <laughs> that was it for them. And brother, it was 120000 every 90 days. So I could get in and out of my contact every 90 days. And they could fire me every 90 days for, for three years. Or not counting pay-per-view bonus, this bonus, that bonus, whatever. You know, that was my downside. Was was uh, 120,000 every three months, every many days. Oh shit! Yeah. And I was shitting myself. I should have just signed it and told my mom anyways. I was shitting myself. But I was trying to play it cool. But I wanted to tell my mom first, but it didn't work out. Man, that's a crazy story. I, 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 I talked to Kevin Sullivan about it. Paul would take you back to the uh, fucking grade? Uh, he said, I had to do 11 jobs. I got to get beat by 11 guys. I said, why not 10? Why not 12? Why 11? He goes, 11 because I said so. I said, well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he said, it had to be 11 or, or I'm breach a contract. I said, well, that's whatever. That's 11. If he would have said, uh, do the right thing and I'll let you go, I would have. He, he, he didn't say do the right thing. He said, do what I say or nothing. So I chose nothing, which was hindsight was a bad idea. At the time, I was proud of myself. Yeah. You know, I wish I wasn't such a hard ass, but I was. Small wouldn't be cool about guys going to WCW, but because he was in bed with Vince... He was okay with when guys. Yeah, his, I didn't know that. I had no idea. He was yeah. making a living off Vince when we were starving, making him a living. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
one time he's, he's cutting a promo to everybody in the dressing room. He goes, I haven't bought a pair of socks in two years. I, I said under my breath, of course, your mom does. Your mom does. And that's the truth. He lived at home. He still lives at home in their house. You know, in their fucking house. You know, nothing against that, but don't, don't think we're in the same boat because we're not. I'm hungry. You're not hungry. You're getting fat. I'm getting skinny. <laughs> Literally, I'm getting skinny. Skinnier. Yeah. And he wasn't losing weight. The only thing he lost was hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Jeez. Wait, let's see that again. That was a great spot. Yeah, that must have hurt, dude. I never saw you do. Oh, that's at the table. I thought that was on the apron. No, just taking. Yeah, I just jarred my back. He he was. He was hard to work with. Were we saying he was hard to work with? It's not his first match. How was working with him in uh, WWE ECW? It, uh, it was different because he was out of his mind and, and uh, kind of two-facing him. I tried to explain, but uh, I didn't like working with him. Did you work with him, Brian? I've ever actually wrestled like we were on the rosters together, you know, so I was around him a lot, hung out with him a lot, but I don't think we ever worked. But I always thought he was a pretty awesome big man, you know, he could move. He had some great matches with Cena, pay per view matches and stuff. I think, like, at that time. Which one? Time. I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't know, I was listening to you. Which time? Was you there in WWE when uh, somebody ran up a bar tab and Maga go, who did it? Who the fuck did it? Who did it? Uh, I'll kick your ass. Who did it? It turned out to be him. It was him with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So you didn't do the whole problem. He was kind of a bully to uh, the underclassmen. I didn't like that. Like he was a bully to the, the spirit squad. A couple of those guys are, are solid guys, you know. Uh, and you can't bully them to lay But should you bully them? No. Yeah, it's just a different but time. You, you yeah. feel that? Yeah. Yeah. The office kind of liked it. Liked to be a bully. You know, the other guys, you know, pay your dues. I, I believe paying your dues, but not to him. Not to any one person. You pay your dues to the business. You know, you don't pay your dues to one person. Yeah, of course. Well, Fonzie's right for the chair. <laughs> somebody ain't telling. Somebody's running. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, get him out of there. That's Rosie, right? Was that? Yeah, yeah, it must be. That was Rosie for sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Damn, you was a big boy. I, w I worked Rosie a couple times, actually. Oh, he's got the spike him. out. I traveled with him a lot, but never wrestled. That was better than I thought, but still. <laughs> but uh, Umaga was a great worker, just that behind the scenes, what I thought about, about him, he was kind of two faced, kind of. You know, he's telling me for stuff, the same thing he was doing or got from me. I didn't like guys like that. If you're asking for something, you can't tell him. If you ask me for something, <laughs> put on the wrap, take it to your grave. I offer it, then you tell him. Anyways, what a boring match you got. All right, we'll, we'll watch one more. I got an option, and you can pick uh, Brian. I got Taz and Chris Candido versus Sabu and Van Dam in Queens, or I got Sabu versus Candido in a cage match, like from like nine. Uh, let's see, ninety-three. Let's go. Let's do the tag. All right, let's watch a little tag match. Ninety-three. That was my. I got nine. No, ninety-seven uh, tag match. I think the tag match was better. Yeah, I think that was better. I think I saw. The match was. Uh, 
person I need to be on the page and shit like that. Is this in the Elks Lodge in Queens? Yeah, that's I think I saw Sabu versus uh, Sandman here for for USA Pro. Were you at that show? USA Pro and uh, Jack Sabbath It was like the day after Shawn Michaels came back. Or Shawn Michaels won the belt in that uh, ca that crazy cage match. Uh, elimination change? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think it was like the next day. Or like a day or two after. Or the next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like my, my dream building to like wrestle in or run in and I never got to man. Is it I went and begged. It's like a it's like a Korean church or something. No, they won't they won't allow wrestling in there. Is it still yeah, set up the same? Exactly what it is. A Korean church, you know? Yeah, I, I went in there and, I, you know, I run shows out here for my wrestling school and I I begged. I, said, I love this place, man. It's just so unique to have the people right on top of you like that. Like Awesome. Yeah, it's like it's New York. I love that atmosphere. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, this this is very reminiscent of the Manhattan Center. Yeah, but it's like a yeah, but even like tinier, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Pretty sure. There's a lot of crazy shit. We about always have to imagine. I know Sabu can tell you like they couldn't get the ring up in there, so they have to walk it piece by piece up the fire escape. People are like almost fire dying. escape. Yep. Yeah. Like insane, and then uh, I'm pretty sure the locker room was like the shits, right? No, the locker room was big and, and multi floors. Different floors. Oh, really? Yeah, it was big. It was comfortable. Mm -hmm. Just uh, a ring itself was uncomfortable for the ring crew. Oh, yeah, it was hot. I mean, but it was just made for like a great atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. Fonzie works with Matt Cardona yeah, now, right? Like, a little bit? What's that? Doesn't Fonzie work with Matt Cardona now a little bit? At uh, AIW in Cleveland for John Thorne, Fonzie is Matt Cardona's manager. And he's the, I believe he's the champ. I think he is. Might have lost the belt, though. Yeah, I was, I was supposed to be there last week, but I got booked by a guy who doesn't work there. <laughs> I didn't know that, though. <laughs> Wait. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. We never that's, heard that's, of a, that's a fun place to wrestle. Yeah. They got a good thing going. And you're wrestling for Impact now, right? Yep, Impact Wrestling, Access TV, Thursday nights. Uh, we, we run a lot, man. We run all over. We run in and out of Canada all over the summer. We got a UK tour coming What's up. We just did an Australia tour. What? Access TV? What's that? Uh, that's channel Impact. Uh, the the, the uh, actual network oh. owns Impact. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah. And that's... Does Scott Demore that own it? Scott Demore does not own it. Oh, it does. He's just Sabu, you brought Scott Demore to ECW, right? Yeah, he was... Did he have a trial uh, or something? I think yeah, he told me that. Uh, yeah, a few times. A couple times. Uh, when, he, when he was all gassed up right and he had the shaved head? <laughs> yes. Who, yeah. who, who gave him the gap? I gave him the gap. I gave him for free. I said, you're too small. Here, take this. <laughs> you, you work for him a lot now. Uh, in your city, right? Uh, not uh, with him as in name card. I'm saying like his shows, right? Yeah, you work on his shows, right? Yeah. Right, his When I said you're too small to him, he said, Vader says I'm fat. I said, that's because he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> right in the yeah, back. <laughs> Not too fat, you're too small. Well, this is 97, does it say when? Yeah, I'll tell you, let's see. Uh, I have no, no I audio can... on the back. I'll find it. Let's see. I'm wearing green there. I hate green. Green. That, that color green. I, I love the, the different colored sashes. Brian, do you ever see the matches at uh, at Bar A in, in Belmar? Sabu and Van yes, Dam? I have a couple like of the uncut stuff, yeah. 
That's so I'm going to set those up, right? Because he's a Jersey Shore guy or a dude that likes to party down there. All right. That makes sense. Seven, yeah. you know who, yeah. when you guys wrestled on the sand in the volleyball court by the beach in Belmar? Yeah. That bar's yeah. still open. It's yeah. a very famous yeah. bar, yeah. Right? Yeah, well, Wildwood or something like that. Wildwood's different, but very similar. Yeah, yeah, similar, but yeah. Okay. I, I remember sort of. I think it was like legit Bubba's hangout. He set up shows there. Yeah. I was indoor, outdoor. Indoor, and outdoor was a beach. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he, I think he ran or managed it or used to work there or some shit. You see Dove style just crawling through the crowd. Have fun, gives a shit. <laughs> uh, Rob, I, I Jungle, like Boy? Jungle Boy Bar? Yes. It's He's sick. England, yeah. Dude, my, yeah. I was I was training last Wednesday, so Wednesday nights I usually coach at my school. My phone blew up, but not just because Rob was on TV, it was because they used Pantera Walk. Yeah, it was like just knowing that I would work out for that, which I did, obviously. But. Did you see oh, Sabu in AEW? Did you get to see those? Any of that stuff? Yeah, it was awesome too. Yeah, I thought they were gonna put you in the match. I was like, holy shit! He jumped through the table. Uh, I was, I, if they wanted to, I wasn't ready. But I'll be ready yeah. for the next one. I just started working out. Uh, human tornadoes in the chat. What's up, man? Good to see nice. you. Hey, he's over here working the door. Oh, he's, he's sitting right there. Yeah, he's working the door. <laughs> oh, here goes Candido. Dude. Crazy, this is 97, so Candido's still, like, really young here. I, it's crazy how young he, he was. He, in died the in, he died in 33 in 05. So. Crazy. I didn't think my prime until I was 35. That's, that's what I hear. I, you know, he, he died way too soon. Way. Crazy. Um, it started a little too early, 14, but still, uh, you know, he died too soon. And he was one of the, he's not one of the best ones. He was the best one. Yeah. He's always used to get mad, not really, but I'd say, man, slow down, because he's always a step ahead of me. school 
Goodman, Balls, and Candido have this talk, and you, you can just tell by the body language, like, this isn't a good talk. But I don't know if they're arguing about money, or logistics, or whatever, and that was the one and only day, day that school was open ever. That's awesome. So technically, the first time I got in the ring, I got trained by Chris Candido, so that's, that's always the coolest thing for me. Hell yeah. And then I was kind of just like, oh, nomad, and then Mikey kind of took over a school out here in Long Island, and the rest is history, but... No, I'll never forget that, that day, you know. Pretty unbelievable thing. But Bob Mahoney is a great in the ass and talking. A great one. Yeah, I think super underrated worker, right? Like, people don't realize that he could go. That, I always say, that, what is it? Um, something happens, it's, it's Eric Rules 99. He, he's the main against Rob. They go like 20 minutes, they kill him. Chicago, I yeah, think. Yeah, he, he can work. Yeah. It's not much what you talk to. Oh, dude, I used to... I'd see him at indie shows, and I'd run the other way because I didn't want to get trapped in some nonsensical fucking... Yeah. Oh, fuck, you're good balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was exactly the same way. I was exactly the same way. <laughs> I was. When I see him, I go, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he never so we, were, we were in WWE together he never remembered me too no matter what it was like starting over every time I saw him he just never remembered me and all these indies I see him every week <laughs> he didn't remember one time this is a true story one time we were sharing gimmick tables right next to each other and it was nobody it was like at a down period nobody was really buying anything and he picked up my my shoot interview my RF video shoot interview and I must say in the back like stories of being trained by balls and Chris Candido, like that story I legit just told you. He, goes, he looks at me and goes, ah, it says here this guy was trained by me. Who would have thought? Put it back down and walked away. Like, not realizing that the, it was me and that it was my like, very balls. Yeah. He was one of a kind. He was super one of a kind. Super. Unbelievable. A, a one of one, he was. Yes. Well, his son is uh, trying to get in the business also. Yeah, I met him uh, at, uh, at Nova's retirement show, actually. I'm trying to get, like, his family set up with, like, a pro tea store, you know, you know, if we can make a major bendy, something so his kid can get a little money because there, there's literally nothing right now. And I, I wish, you know. He made no money in the business. That he too. Didn't love. Yeah. No, uh, he, he loved the business more than I did. Yeah. I love the business as much but he really did it to, to, for the love. Yeah. I didn't do it just for love. <laughs> the love. Then the money seemed, started uh, to be really cool, too. Other people started getting paid. I wanted to get paid. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> a blonde film? Oh, no counter. It's something I always wanted to do, but I'm too much of a pussy. <laughs> Power bomb somebody off the top, man. You gotta be really, uh, really, uh, confident. You gotta, uh, do that to me. I gotta trust them. Really trust Yeah, you gotta trust them. You gotta be confident in your strength. Your timing is a lot, man. Yeah. It could be a career ender or a. Yeah. Did you watch the, uh, the Dark Side of the Ring on Crest? Uh, yeah, yeah. What did you like think? It. You didn't like it? I thought they focused too much on negative. Uh, I felt like, like it was a, a good mixture, you know I mean? I, you know, they have to address some of that stuff, but I felt like it was... He, there's never really been anything that, like, yeah, celebrates I, his career, so I thought that was cool. Yeah, I just wish they would have celebrated a little more. I, and I, uh, I talked to, um... I thought it was too... I talked to Johnny Candido, like, immediately after, and he said that... They were all pretty happy with it, like his family and stuff, so they were happy. I think it was like a little bit of closure for all of them and stuff, you know? Yeah, and recognition, you know. Absolutely, there's recognition about how great he was. Johnny's got to pay his Wi-Fi bill at the Nerd, man. Hi, what's wrong? It keeps going in and out. 
seems okay over here. Yeah, it's it's it comes in and out. We it, it just lags a little bit sometimes. But I I think we made it through. Brian, thank you so much for coming on. It was a blast yes, having you on. Glad we finally made it happen. Yeah, same here. Uh, it's yeah, I want to do again. I'm sorry for last time. I, I truly am sorry. I didn't do it. I don't, don't worry about it. This is I, I'm a professional podcast. You know, I have this set up all the fucking time now. It's it's no skin off my back. He's the most professional wrestler in, in each and every way. It's, it's paying the bills. What did you say? Shit. <laughs> what was that? Shit. <laughs> when, how you used to watch me, I watch you now. He froze. He said, "When how you used to watch him, he watches you now." All right, I'll take that. That's an honor, man. You're a legend, Sabu. You gotta, you need, you're still uh, deserving of so much more. You know, all you gave to the business, man. You don't have to say that, but thank you. Well, with that, you can... Brian, where can people follow you? Uh, Myers underscore wrestling on all, you know, all platforms, social media, the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. Drops every Friday. Impact Wrestling on Access TV. Uh, still making plenty of towns as an independent wrestler. And actually, this weekend, we're at uh, PowerCon in Columbus, Ohio, all weekend long at Giant Boy Convention, so... Freaking cool. Awesome. Well, I, I got to personally thank you. I'm a huge fan of you guys, and a lot of the things that you guys talk about on your podcast has helped me a lot, and it's helped Sabu a lot. You know, we, oh, yeah. I've kind of developed a friendship and with Sabu based off of a lot of the things I've, you know, learned and connected with on, on your, uh, your podcast and what you guys do. Um, awesome, man. You guys definitely are giving out a lot of really good information and it and if you listen you can listen as entertainment but if you really listen to what you guys are talking about there's a lot a lot of avenues it's, it's you can uh, I always say man don't just think it's about toys man you gotta give it a chance see if it's for you or not but I think there's a lot more there than just that you know? exactly well thank you so much for everything thanks dude and we'll see everybody next week thank Appreciate you it.